guy. He was big. Two forty, and he should have been two hundred. <laughs> he should have been two hundred. <laughs> do you ever want to do that? Do you ever want to weigh yourself after a big shit? Oh my god, constantly. I always want to weigh my dog after a crap. After you, crap. same idea. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I, I want to weigh my dog after yeah. I shit. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if my shit or my dog is bigger. <laughs> Doug, you have a pretty small dog. You think you could shit the size of your dog? It's a ten pound shit. No way. You don't maybe. Think, maybe. <laughs> well, I don't know, give maybe. you like a whole day. It's a really interesting question. I don't know. I, I honestly wonder how much I'm coming in at. Run it, run it, run it down my leg. All right, welcome to Duty Calls with Doug Mand. I am your host, Doug Mand, and this is the first episode of Duty Calls with Doug Mand. And just to kind of give you a brief rundown of what this is all about, if you've ever talked to me for more than 20 minutes, chances are you've probably heard me tell an awful story about a time when I nearly shit myself or did shit myself. Um, If you've never met me before, (laughs) just to kind of, you're hearing Jack (laughs) Dolgen laugh. Jack is uh, my producer and also my co-host with me. How you doing, Jack? How's it going? Um, It's going well. It's going well. I'm just uh, telling everyone about the show. And uh, so if you don't know me, though, if you don't know me, my relationship with shitting is pretty simple. If, and this has been as long as I can remember, since I was six or seven, if I'm in a situation where I cannot use the bathroom, where, I'm t- where I know that there's no bathroom to be used, or if it's a show that I'm seeing and no one can get up from the seats, or whatever it is, any situation where there's no bathroom to be used, there's a 100% chance I have to shit. It's just how my mind works. <laughs> So needless to say, I've had so many shit attacks in my life, there's just too many to even count. There's a time I almost shit myself trapped in the subway in New York. There's a time I pretty much shit directly outside of the car with my friends sitting in it in Cleveland. There's a time I almost shit myself in a helicopter with my girlfriend's father in Israel. The time I shit on a private jet with the commissioner of baseball, Bud Selig. Uh, <laughs> I, I've, I'm a mess. I, I've been a mess of a human being, but they're my favorite stories. And uh, what I wanted to do with this show is basically just uh, have a place for uh, people I know and uh, or people I think are funny and great to come on and just tell their stories. Because uh, for me, this my, they're my favorite stories to hear. It's like uh, some of my best memories or people just telling stories uh, of just shame. The show is not sponsored by anyone at, at the moment, but I, I'm going to go ahead and say that it's unofficially sponsored right. by Charmin uh, Ultra Soft or Double Soft, because if I do have the time to make it to a toilet, I'm using Charmin. So my dream <laughs> is that one day Charmin will, will, will uh, you know, give me some free toilet paper. That's, that's all I want is just free TP. So this show is brought to you by Charmin unofficially. Also, hopefully every week we're going to do uh, a public bathroom of the week because, as we all know, public bathrooms really are the, you know, where the majority of these stories will take place or right before you make it to one. And since it's the first week, I'll tell, give my uh, public bathroom of the week. It's, uh, it's a Rite Aid. I live in L.A., and it's a Rite Aid on uh, Olympic and Crenshaw, and it's not a nice bathroom, but it's there. And my ride to work has almost no options. Uh and so I've taken multiple shits there, and it's saved me many times. There's almost never a line. That's good. It's yeah. I mean, there is like they do that. There's the graffiti on the the seats the where carved. some with the carved graffiti, like I, you know. And I've gotten I've crapped on so many public toilets that I can actually read. You know what those things? It's well, I, it's my it's ass braille. That's what I call it. I can read it with just my butt. <laughs> 
I can just I know what's on the toilet just from sitting in. This one I, I think says something, I'm sure uh anti-Semitic, but and it has a right to because uh I'm the Jew that's just ruining the toilet anyway. If you have uh a public restroom that you love, tweet at me at the Doug Mand, that's M-A-N-D, the Doug Mand, uh at Twitter, and uh, you know, maybe send me a picture or just explain to me why why this should be the, the toilet of the week, or you can email me at dutycallswithdougmand at gmail.com. You can also tweet at Jack Dolgen at, uh, at Jack Dolgen, D-O-L-G-E-N. And uh, we've got a great show for you. Uh, one of my best friends in the world and my writing partner is, is, uh, is coming in, and he's telling a story, which is one of my favorite stories of all time, and I can't wait for you all to hear it. So thanks a lot. Uh, everyone, I'd like to welcome Dan Greger. Hi. Hey, Doug. Hi, Hi Dan. Doing? How you doing? <laughs> so happy to have you. Thanks, Doug. Yeah, Dan is actually my writing partner. Yeah. Has been for the last, I don't know, six uh, or seven years, probably. Yeah, we've been doing comedy in some form together uh, since probably uh, aught. Yeah, 03, probably since then. Yeah. And uh, it's fitting that you would be here as my first guest. Yep. And you also know Jack quite well. Yep. Jack's a good buddy. Uh, hey, Jack. Hi, Dan. Um, Jack, if that's going to be your radio voice, I don't want you doing it. <laughs> that's, not, that's not good. It's creepy. I got I to gotta work on it. I don't like that. I really don't. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm excited to have you here. I'm excited to get this going. And uh, just having been with Gregor before, I know we both had our share of uh, shit situations or situations. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> I'm, excited. I'm excited to hear this story that I do know that is one of my favorite stories. Uh, of, oh, of dance. So, yeah. yeah, so tell us about uh, uh... Oh, okay. Um so uh <clears throat> this was uh this was about uh 2 years ago now, almost exactly 2 years ago and um and I was just moving out to Los Angeles. Um and you know, Doug was moving out at the same time, but uh it was it was just a very scary time. Uh I was really horrified about uh Los Angeles sort of ruining my life and destroying my soul i I still wrestle with some of these issues yeah i think Um, you're still convinced that it it sort of has and is um but uh point being i I got here and and one of the biggest issues of it all was that i was in a a relationship for about a year with my girlfriend rachel uh, in new york and we were about to do long distance for the first time it's always a good idea (laughs) yeah exactly it's like it's a you know you don't have any idea like if this is going to work, it's it's really walking into you know, walking into the unknown. The unknown. Well, you probably think it's actually you're fucked too. Yeah, just like well, yeah. what, how's this going to work? What's going to happen? And it's just uh, so uh, you, you add that to just the general unknown of like, oh my god, I just threw my life away uh, to move out here. What the fuck am I going to do? Who am I? And <laughs> <laughs> who know, am I? Light question. Yeah, yeah, all stuff like that. And uh, and so I I. I uh, was it was like the first week here, and Rachel was with me still. We'd driven cross country, um, but it was like a lot of tension about like you know how's this going to work. And we uh, and I was doing a, a show, an improv show, and it was like the first improv show I was doing, and like I didn't know any of the performers really. And uh, and I, I show up to the theater. Where what, where was the theater? This was in uh, West Hollywood. Some some. Some crappy little theater in West Hollywood. I think it, it's closed down since due to a fire yeah. hazard. That's what happens with improv theaters. Too. Yeah, They're mostly closed down. And we and we get there. <laughs> 
no one wants to go. <laughs> and we uh, and we get there, and um, and I I have to take uh, just I have to take a dump as soon as I get there. Like I didn't. I just figure like oh, I'll leave the house. I'll, I'll take a dump when I get to the theater. So you had to go before you left. I show up to the theater and like I yeah when I left the house you know like <laughs> wouldn't you take wouldn't you want, rather. Take the dump at home. Well, it was like one of those things where it's like, nah, this isn't too big a deal. Like, I, I so you felt it coming on. I like it was the sort of thing where I was like, in the next hour, this should happen. Right. Okay. And <laughs> and like you know that feeling where it's like th- planning ahead, a responsible dump. And well, yeah, okay. And <laughs> I don't know what that is because every every sh- almost every shit for me is an emergency. Well, that's <laughs> part of your problem. I, I know. I know. I think that's. A, I think hopefully most people are in a. Yeah, in I think my most world. people are know how to actually control their sphincter. But <laughs> so you so you're going to a place and you're like, nah, I, I'm probably going to have to crap at some point in the I'll next hour. I'll just do hour. it when I get there. That'll and so it, I get yeah. there and I'm like, I get to the theater. I'm like, oh, uh, can I use the the bathroom? And they're like, uh, the the show has already started. And they're like. Sorry, the the bathroom is on the stage, <laughs> and so wait, so wait, hold on. So, so, so like just to, just to paint the word, the yeah, picture, please. it's sort of like a black box theater, and uh, you know, so it's just one black box room and uh, seats in the back, a nothing stage up front. And the and there's a door on the back wall of the stage that if you open it, there is a toilet just looking out into. It's basically center stage. There is basically a what? toilet center stage at the back wall. This is what this what is what crap fucking I, asshole. <laughs> that, that's the that is the nightmare. That's the thing that would keep me up at night because you're, you're in your worst in your worst dream, right? In your in your worst dream, it's like oh. I woke up, oh, it was the worst dream ever. I, I had to take a shit, and there was an audience watching me. And someone would say to you, oh, that's ridiculous, but not in this situation. No, exactly. And so, like, I'm, like, freaking out. I'm, like, oh, crap. Like, ah, oh, all right. I, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I, I decide, like. Does it make it worse now? Or are you like, Well, no. it's a little worse. It's definitely worse. And, like, and now in my head, I'm, like, I really got to go. It's, I, don't know if I, I don't know if this is going to, like, be able to. I don't know if I can hold this until after the show. But then, like, they're like, "Well, you're you're up," and like, and I'm like, I, I'm like, oh, "All right, I, I, all right, I, I can I can hold on for the show." But like, so I go on stage, and I and and I really have to go to the bathroom at this point. Like, it's really in my head. And if you've ever tried to like perform with like the knowledge that you need to take a crap, like ASAP, it, it's much harder. But. Were your scene, what were your scenes like? Were well, you- to my credit, I had an amazing show. I like killed it, and it was like my first show in LA. And I and I like and I, all these people were seeing me for the first time, and and I and I just did a great job. And like after the show, because I had done a good job, everyone was like, "Hey, nice to meet you! Like, it's so good! Like, welcome to LA! That was really funny!" And like, how aware of your shit were you at this and point? And so like, I'm like free. I'm like, stop talking to me. Just stop <laughs> talking to me. I need I need to get back into the theater and take a dump. And, oh, and you had left the theater. Well, it was point? like everyone like was like outside congregating. They sort of shuffled everyone out. And then as soon as I like, as soon as I like went to the manager, I was like, I, I just need to get back in the theater to <laughs> go to the bathroom. Like, sorry, we're locked up already. <laughs> and I'm like, oh no, 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 really, like we're like we really need to go. And so and so like I'm like, all right. And and everyone says we're going to this bar nearby, uh, where where you know after the show. And so, like, I just, I split. I start running for the bathroom. There's, and this is like, I'm with, did you start running to what bathroom? The bathroom at the bar? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, oh, so you walk so to the I'm bar? So like, I'm with a crowd of, like, theoretically, like, new friends and, and, and acquaintances and, and people who I want to work with and impress. Right. And I'm just like, I just start running away from them. <laughs> towards and, the bar? Towards the bar. Did and you I, tell anyone what? No, no, no. I didn't tell anyone at this point. And, uh, and I, but I'm just running. And I, and, and Rachel is at the show. And, and um, 
And I'm just like, I just like run away from her. And so you run away from your girlfriend. I run away from my girlfriend. You don't tell her. I don't tell her what's going on. She doesn't really know what's going on. I get to the bar. I'm, I run to the bathroom. I'm like, really, I'm like really in shit at that point. Like it's at the point where it's like, you are, there's nothing. There's, there's, there's just, I, the clock is ticking. I'm moments away. And I get, and I get to this bar and I get, uh, and I get to the bathroom. It's like one of those, one of those bathrooms. I, I feel like this is more often the case in New York. It's one of those fucking bar bathrooms where to discuss, Discourage. I don't know what they're discouraging. Maybe to discourage cocaine. They rip the doors off the stalls. Oh. No, I think it's to discourage shit. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. I guess and, like so. people fucking. Yeah. And stuff. Well, yeah. so th- it worked because so, I like, because because now I know I know that there's I know I'm at this bathroom and and maybe three minutes behind me three minutes behind me is is a horde of other comedians that I have just met who I've just performed for. Everyone and there's no lock on the bathroom door. There's, there's no door. There's no lock. It's, there's three stalls, no doors. It's a, it's a communal bathroom. Yeah. And in, in within a minute or two, there will, be, there will be 30 people who just watched me perform on stage. And Everyone knows who I am. And, and they're all going to walk in. <laughs> and I'm like, and I do, the, I do the math in my head. I'm like, there's, I, no, no, I will not. This will not be my first experience of Los Angeles. <laughs> this will not be the first thing I, I feel about Los Angeles. I have to go find an actual bathroom. I can't salt the earth for like my life oh here. Oh my god. So I run out of the bathroom. At this point, everyone is now entering the bathroom. I like push my way through people as they're like all trying to shake my hand. They're like, "Hey, nice to meet you. Great show." And I'm like, and I'm like, "No, no, no, no. Get out of my way." I'm pushing like Rachel's like, "Where are you going?" And I'm like, I just like push her away. My girlfriend Rachel, I push her out of the way. And uh and I like run out into the street and I'm just like, and I'm running like a fucking headless chicken. I there's I don't know where I'm going. I have no idea where I am. And, and I, I, I are there other stores? Or no, anywhere? that's the fucking problem with Los Angeles. I hate, I still hate Los Angeles for so this. So it's like a bar in the middle of It's like- a bar in the middle of a fucking dead strip mall at um, 11 p.m. And so, so like, I have no idea where anything is. And this is exactly my fear about Los Angeles. Like, I'm lost here. I have no idea where, where I fit in here, literally and figuratively, I'm going to shit my life away. This is a real existential <laughs> shit it's attack. It's an existential shit attack at this point. This is this is pretty sad. And it's really sad. But I'm just I'm I'm running. I'm running in down the street like fucking like you, marathon. You're running. Actually. I'm I'm running. I'm clenching as hard as possible and running and like and just like I start like looking in the horizon and realizing there's nothing. There's <laughs> there's there's not a light. There's and, and you gotta and, go. And I and th- and I realize like there's there's no hope. At the end of this tunnel, oh and I, so I slowly start stop walking, and I and I <laughs> duck into the doorway of a boutique clothing store, oh. and I shit. <laughs> I take I take a ten pound watery dump. <laughs> I take a, just a, just the most horrifying pile of, of feces. Uh, in in the in the I think in like the doorway of like a Stephen Allen and so wait hold on for a second just so we everyone at home has a picture of this so wait so you you go off to a side street it's it's no it's on I think like Melrose or something right I, off of not, like, it's not Melrose it's like it's like some I forget what street it is but like yeah on the main street but it's like it's the, it's a recessed doorway where it's like far enough back that it's shit it's like covered in darkness. That I'm Are like, you leaning up against the wall? Oh yeah, doing? I'm literally I'm leaning into the corner as if it were a makeshift toilet, and oh. and I like and I like very sadly like 
I, I got plenty of it in my pants. Uh, I mean, so it was like, it wasn't like an issue of like, there wasn't an issue of like what, you know, I saved my pants or something. Like, like it was, there it was just, it was a bucket of, it was just a slopping bucket of, of crap. And, and so I just, I pull my pants up and I like, and I just start walking and I walk and I walk and I walk and I eventually find a restaurant. I find, and I, 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 I pick up my phone I'm like, yeah, man, I'm here. Where are you? Like, pre- <laughs> pretending that's my know, favorite move. That's a great move. You walk yeah. into the place. I walk in like ang- angry, as if I'm in the middle of a very heated conversation. <laughs> so no one will stop and yeah, ask Yeah, exactly. You. They're like, I don't know, man. I'm looking for you, but I don't see you. And so I, and I'm getting to the bathroom, and then I'm in the bathroom, <laughs> and I like, and I just get like buck, buck naked <laughs> and clean myself with like t- towel, like towelettes from the from the bathroom. Oh god! And uh, and you, you know, need to I, lock that bathroom. I, I so many knocks on the bathroom door during that, <laughs> and I'm like, get away, man! No, I'm busy. It's gonna take a little while. Oh god! And you just you just chuck your. I chucked my underwear and I I dried my pants. I washed and then dried my pants with paper towels. Just 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 oh, you know God. trying to get the paper what towels. A, what a pathetic feeling! I know. So sad. And then I and then I walk out of the restaurant and um and I call Rachel and I'm like and just look. I don't know if anyone who's listening. I don't know how you guys where you guys are on this, but like when an, you as an adult shit your pants. It is the most shameful thing you it can is, do. It is. It is the worst, and that, that's why. I, that's why I love these stories. Is because it bring. It's the great. I think shitting and having to shit is the great equalizer. Yep. I think because it yeah. t- brings everyone down to a level of. I don't care if you're famous, you're wealthy, whatever it is. Shitting yourself or almost shitting yourself. It's it's about as close to humility as anyone can get. Yeah. It it makes every. It basically it makes everyone a an infant. Yes, and that's and that's that's how you feel. You feel infantilized. You feel like a little fucking baby. Mm-hmm. And so I walk out of the, the the restaurant and I call Rachel, and I'm just I'm I'm so ashamed of myself. And I call and now her. Rachel. She's still Rachel's at the bar the with bar, all these strangers. With all these strangers has no idea where you and are. You, and you have run away from her. Run away. Her yeah. With, yeah. In, in a yeah. very literal sense. Yes. In a very literal sense. Uh, in in the middle of. You know, a very important point in our relationship where we literally are about figuring to, yeah. out like how is this going to work? Are we going to continue to be together? Yeah. And uh, and I call her up and I'm like, Hey, Rachel, can you get a ride home? Just find a ride home. And I'm like, I, and and she's like, What? She must have been like, What the and she fuck was like, are what? you talking about? Yeah, that's good. And she's like, What? What do you mean? And I'm like, I, f- I don't feel good. And I just like, and I basically just like, I just don't feel good. And I like hang up. And oh my god. Wait, where? You didn't come. You came in the same car, and you were going to take. I was going to take had, my car. You were going to go back to where she was? I was going to go back to where we were staying by myself. She was, he was going to go get back to get the car, which, which was is near where they were, near which is near where were. Rachel was actually drinking. She was there. Well, well to be fair, to be fair, the, the car was parked because of parking in Los Angeles is so terrible. The car was parked at like an equidistant like place. All right. And, if you want to be fair, sure. But you left your girlfriend stranded. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, no. Was, I, yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm a dick. Uh, and... And I, but I was like, "Can you find a ride home?" And she's like, "Okay." And and I go home, and then like for two days straight, like all I can think about is how crappy I feel about myself. I feel I just feel terrible. And she doesn't know what's going on. She has no idea. She's like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I just don't feel good." I just keep saying I don't feel good. Sorry. And People would say that you're not handling this well. I, I, I I'm not uh, a therapist, <laughs> hey man. I'm not a therapist, hey but man. this whole uh, <laughs> keeping it inside is uh, <laughs> about the worst thing you could do. Uh, but well, I get it. I get yeah, it. Yeah. You were like, you I, were shell shocked. I didn't know you how to shit deal yourself. with the emotion. I mean, I didn't. I just didn't know how to deal with that emotion. 
and and it, I don't. I, it's it's something I hadn't felt no. since I was a fucking baby. Yeah, it's a weird feeling, <laughs> and and so it's pure shame. And so yeah, really. And so I, so like it's like a day or two goes by, and and I've been I'm being really distant, and and like because of this, and Rachel is is starting to really notice it, and uh, and she's like. And and we're driving we're driving somewhere and a couple of days later and she and she says and I'm being just a dick or I'm being cold and she says, Hey, look, if you want to break up with me, just say it. Oh my god. Oh. And and I'm like, What? Why why would I want to break up with you? Like and I'm like I'm like freaking out because it's like but do you can you, can you not put it together at this point that I, you that you've been acting weird I, because I, you shit yourself? I didn't I didn't put the two to, I knew that I was acting weird but I didn't think that it would connect the two would be connected for her cuz no I didn't sure, connect it. Sure. And she's like why are you acting so strange? And then I'm like, "Oh. Oh no. You, oh god. Oh fuck." And then I say, I like really I mean the most courageous thing I've ever said to my girlfriend. I I I I pause, I look her in the eyes and I say, <laughs> Rachel, I shit my pants. <laughs> and You're she's, a real hero. And she's Gregor. so and, she, <laughs> and she's so confused. And and I'm like, oh, God. I've been acting cold and distant oh, God. because I'm ashamed that I shit my pants oh, the my other God. night. I love this. And she's like, you mean you weren't sick? And I was like, no, I dumped into an alley and crap. <laughs> <laughs> And then she starts laughing at me. And oh, she's like, God. oh, so you don't want to break up? I'm like, yeah, no. She didn't care about the shit. No, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it was. Uh, I mean, she didn't fuck you for a year, but she didn't care about right. the shit. Yeah, yeah. But fucking, yeah, stayed <laughs> off getting dumped. Oh, my God. Uh, so that actual experience literally almost brought your whole relationship down. Well, it, it brought our relationship down. You. But you know what? It was really good because it, it actually was the thing that made us talk about it. In a in a maybe a little bit more <laughs> a little bit more like real way where we got we really had a really open conversation after that about like, like staying together and long distance oh. and like I thought you saying it made us talk about pooping no 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 like, like it was it, it was ended up being like a pretty important like turning point in our relationship where it was like I don't want to break up I don't want to break up oh and like we're like well yeah like I'm excited to do this and try this like this will be good and and we one of the most beautiful, I think, shit attack endings you mm. could have. Like yeah. seriously, you actually have yeah. a better relationship because of this yeah. nightmare. Exactly. We're we're still together to this day for, for anyone listening, and uh, and you know everything's great. She moved out here about a year after that story. And she shit herself too, <laughs> but she felt good enough to right. say, "Hey, Dan, yeah. I shit myself. I'm shitting myself right now." Yep. And you say, "Get over here, you." <laughs> yep. Oh uh, man, I can't uh, wait to hear your engagement story if that ever happens. Oh, that's great! <laughs> I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's it's actually a romantic shit story. Um, oh it's man, a- Dan, thank you so much for coming in. That no was problem. just a fucking great story. Um, well, that's Dan Gregor, everyone. Yeah. And uh, if you want to follow him on Twitter, it's, uh, it's Gregor Corp uh, on, on Twitter. Gregor Corp at, at Gregor Corp on Twitter. And um, uh, you come see me on, uh, at UCB on Mondays in Harold Knight. Yep, Harold Knight. Uh, and you check his Twitter and Facebook for all that fun stuff. And, uh, dude, thanks for coming in. All right, well, that was Dan Greger. Man, that was an awesome story. Jack, what did you think about that story? It was so romantic. Yeah, it is a beautiful, romantic story. It's probably the most romantic poop story 
ever told. He uh, <laughs> he really set the bar really high for this show. And uh, if you like the show, tell your friends about it. Subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, leave a review. Tweet about it. You can tweet at me at the Doug Mand. Uh, you can tweet at Jack Dolgen, which is at Jack Dolgen at Twitter. And email both of us at dutycallswithdougmand at gmail.com. And until next time, uh, hold it in, guys. You're going to make it. Bye.